When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sister back here with the RHAP Rewind. Very excited to be back talking about another iconic episode of reality TV from the past. And I am back here joined by my co-pilot for all things historical reality TV. Here is the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? I'm good, Rob. I'm happy to be back and I'm ready to get into some. These are big moments in reality TV history we're going to talk about today. And uh, yeah, this, I've been waiting for this all week. So here we go. Good. Because I am here to learn because I have watched America's Next Top Model and I am excited to hear about this from our expert panelists. First, a woman who uh, knows about everything, not just about The Bachelor. Not just about Top Chef, but also America's Next Top Model. Even though she's Canadian, it's Haley Strong. What a thrill for me. I, uh, I grew up watching America's Next Top Model, which is uh, probably why I have low body image uh, <laughs> positivity. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who was never going to be over 5'4", uh, or the, necess- the necessary shape for this show and the success of it. Um, I shouldn't have put myself through this torture, mm-hmm. um, but I did then, and I have now, and I'm so excited. I love this show. I can't help it. I know it's terrible. I know it's terrible, but I love it too much. It's like hey, The Bachelor, right? Did they ever do Canada's Next Top Model? They sure did. Yes. Three seasons, one hosted by Molly Sims, question mark, two more seasons, hosted by our buddy, Jay Manuel, Canadian, oh. Canadian. There you go. All right. Well... Even though it's America's Next Top Model, uh, we've brought in another person from outside of the U.S. to help talk about this. Of course, she has a particularly unique perspective on this process. It is International Survivor Chief Correspondent, Shannon Gus. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, when we, I saw people were saying, let's do Top Model for the RGP Rewind, and I messaged them, and I was like, you're not doing that podcast without me. Like, I didn't suffer by having the, the very short stint on Australia's Next Top Model just to be left out of the RHAP Rewind. So you guys have a lot to live up to because I didn't love my experience and this better be worth it just to be here. Shannon, do you mind just giving just the short version of uh, that footnote to your biography? Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of the viewers might not know that. Yes, because I try not to mention it because it's humiliating. 
Um, and then I do, and then I go on a podcast about it and then people Google it. And, you know, at this point I'm leaning into it. It's fine. But yes, 10 years ago, next month, I went on to cycle seven of Australia's next top model. I was recruited to go on at a sushi place and I just finished high school and it sounded really fun, which is crazy to me because I had watched the show. Anyone who just watched the episodes we're going to talk about would know that this isn't fun and it is humiliation and it is torture to these poor girls. But still, I thought this will be a good idea. I will go on the show. My friends were on a gap year. I wanted something fun to do. Wasn't super fun. Uh, no cockroaches were involved. I didn't get to the makeover, thank God, but I still didn't love it. I went to Paris. It's all sounding great, I know. I personally didn't love my experience, but again, to be on the RHAP Rewind, I'm I'm glad that I did. It all okay. worked out in the end. I feel like I have 5 billion questions for you, and maybe they'll come up during this podcast, and maybe I'll just send you an email later. Well, let me yeah, circle back to Chappelle, myself. who I know was very excited to talk about America's Next Top Model. Chappelle, what's your experience with this show? Uh, I was more excited to talk about the people on, like, talk about America's Next Top Model with the people on the panel. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> America's Next Top Model was on when I was younger, and it was like, I believe it came on UPN. So it would come on after a lot of the shows I would watch around that same time. But like, it wasn't something that I was just dying to watch every week, but people were talking about it. And of course I can't be left out of conversations, Rob. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would keep up with it probably until about this season, maybe a little bit further, uh, further, you know, bits and pieces every now and then. But yeah, this is probably like what, just one of the shows that I had in rotation, like big brother and survivor. Just, it was just one of those things I just went to. Um, but when you tell me I have the opportunity to talk to Haley strong and Shannon, I'm like, yep. Yep, let's do it. Talk about America's Sex Model. Pick a, pick an episode, pick a season. I'll do it. I don't care. So that's what brought me to this. Yeah, listeners are very blessed uh, to have this panel uh, put together. Haley, could you tell us oh, why this particular episode of America's Next Top Model, season six, episode two? I have watched a lot of Top Model. Um, I haven't seen every season. There are a couple I missed. I will probably go back and watch them eventually. Um, but season six has always been my absolute favorite season. Uh, I think the winner is fantastic. I think the final two together are really great. Um, there's a lot of great characters. I think the photo shoots are great. Um, a- after season six, Top Model starts to kind of get um, a little tackier. Like the photo shoots are kind of like, what are what are you doing? Like this is not fashion. Um, and the characters are great. I, I think you would probably agree in watching these two episodes that there are some great characters that stood out. Um, and then the makeover episode is is one of the highlights of the season every year. Um, there's always a girl who doesn't like her makeover and freaks out about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we got that this episode. And not only that, there was some extra like layers of drama on top of it. I just thought this was the great a great episode to talk about. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about season six, episode two. Uh, we may have also peaked at episode uh, three from this season uh, because it has some uh, interesting challenges. But we're going to focus on season six, episode number two. Uh, Shannon, had you watched all of the U.S. seasons of Top Model? I was watching it in high school very much as a casual. I think I probably saw this episode, but I was a, this season, but I was a bit younger. I think seasons eight through 11 when I was Wikipedia it yesterday were the ones that really stood out that like I knew I had seen them and really remembered them. And I was also watching the Australian version, which I don't know if you've checked that out, Haley, but that has some crazy stuff. We had the original Steve Harvey where our host announced the wrong winner. 
uh, oh. in the season before mine, which is, I think, what, what led to a lot of the stuff happening that I got to experience, like going to Paris to take some attention from the fact that the wrong winner was announced. So we had some crazy was stuff too. But yeah, it was live. Uh, hmm. I think it was a fan vote, at least partially a fan vote by, from what I remember. And yeah, she announced the winner that she thought was the winner. That person gave a speech, the runner up in quotation marks, gave a concession speech. And then she was like, oh my God, no, it's wrong. But now watching these episodes, she swore it wasn't on purpose. But the way they torture these girls, would you be surprised if that was on purpose? No. I, I feel like if it really wasn't on purpose, they should have just gone with it, like announcing the fake winner. Because like really, and just giving them both like a hundred grand or whatever the prize money is there. Mm-hmm. Um, because for the most part, these these women are not having like illustrious modeling careers after i will say the winner of this season has has done some work and in the past she's really great um but for the most part they win and the the most they do is go on the surreal life and marry marry peter brady (laughs) (laughs) chevelle could you just uh give the quick synopsis of america's next top model for anybody who either wasn't paying attention during the real time or might not be (laughs) old enough to remember when this was on yeah, so for the people who are probably watching like newer television shows, think RuPaul's Drag Race uh, because this is kind, it's kind of from this same mold and I don't think RuPaul would ever admit it, but I mean, it's pretty much just ripped off of Top Model. So Tyra Banks creates a, a television show where she is looking for America's Next Top Model uh, and so she's bringing women from across the country and they audition very much like American Idol auditions. You get the wacky ones, you get the very serious ones. And uh, you hear about the backstories. And then, of course, she picks like her top 12 or 13 people or however many women. And they put them in a house and then they week to week, let them do challenges to uh, weed them out and to teach them things about being a model. Or so you say, or as Shannon would say, torture these people because they will find any reason to put them in like a tumultuous situation and say, oh, yeah, no, models deal with this all the time. And that's pretty much the theme of the show. They can make up a thing. Because one model has done it once and say, no, this week you'll have to be good at this or you'll go home. And at the end, they whittle everybody down and Tyra picks the winner. And that's why I kind of compare it to America, oh, to RuPaul's Drag Race, because there's no real criterion for this. Like Tyra decides who she likes and the judges decide who they like and they just go with it. You know, there's no like rubric. Um, they like to say, oh, well, you did well in your commercial or you did well on the runway or you did uh, well in your photo. But honestly... You know, there are some times where they take creative license and they pick and choose when they want to punish certain uh, contestants for maybe their attitude or other outside uh, factors. So it basically becomes Tyra picks the winner. And after the season, a lot of them, like Haley was saying, don't really go on to be supermodels. Some of them, the, the women just get enough exposure to where they can, you know, take really good photos and be models in their own right. But some of them just go back to living their normal life. And it's a thing that they did or even worse. Something that they regretted, but that's America's Next Top Model. Yeah, yeah, Shannon. In my limited experience watching the show, it does seem like a means of uh, TV producers being able to torture women yeah. for sport. Yes. Okay. So I have not watched an episode of Top Model since I was on it ten years ago when I was eighteen. Um, at the time, like before I went on, I saw the good stuff, you know, like the, the photo shoot in episode three where they're princesses. That's so fun. Like, even as I was watching, I was like, I'd love to do that. And I did have a photo shoot that was beautiful like that. I was thinking like easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. That's what I was thinking. But in watching it 10 years later as a 28 year old, I was like, oh, this is a torture vehicle. 
who would go on this, who would make that decision. So yes, with the benefit of hindsight, I do wish I'd had those insights because it was immediately obvious to me in watching it this week, not so much 10 years ago, may have made different decisions had I, had I seen it that way. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about this episode. Season six, episode two. Um, first off, uh, it seems like all these episodes begin with, uh, they get Tyra mail. Haley, is that a pun? <laughs> is it? I don't, I don't know. Think so. Not that I can think of. I think no. it's just like Tyra mail. It's like tree mail, you know, yeah. like on Survivor, yeah. they get tree mail, they get Tyra mail on this show. Yeah, maybe know, it's a pun off of tree mail. Is it a pun off of tree mail? That's my Might question. Yeah, maybe. Probably. To reach. Because the show is very much in the structure of Survivor, don't you think? Like they have a reward challenge, basically, and then the photo shoot's <laughs> like the immunity challenge, and then they have like a tribal council, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, I've always Shannon. thought that. Is no? that what drew you to the show, yeah. Shannon? That's really, amazing. That's really what it was. Is, is that not true? Yeah. Do you have Chissy Points rankings for these contestants? Uh, I hadn't done that. I should have done that. I want to give all my Chissy Points to Gina, just because I resonated with her so much, like the way that she was being like completely steamrolled by the other girls and failing completely. That just brought back memories for me personally. Uh, but, I mean, Danielle, who, like, spoiler alert, is going to end up doing pretty well this season like she seemed to be really good so yeah. i was gonna give modeling chizzy points probably i mean she got injured in episode three and she walked through the pain she's really committed to it so i'd probably give her a few chizzy points it's like Dan- in, in the in the next episode danielle got like praise for falling where carrie got punished for falling yeah and that's, yeah, that's, that's has no meaning yeah that's like america's next top model like like you guys said they like pick and choose what they're gonna be mad at yeah mm-hmm. Haley, could you walk us through some of the standouts, some of the important people that we're going to talk about in this episode? Um, I would say number one and number two, you, you can't think about this season of Top Model without immediately thinking about Jade. For me, she is one of the most iconic reality television characters of all time. And I don't think I'd be alone in saying that, especially for people who've seen this show. Jade is. Uh, one of the original reality TV villains almost, I guess like six seasons in you might debate that, but she's just, she takes it to another level because she's so beautiful and so delusional. Like she just does mm-hmm. cannot grasp the, like how she presents herself to the world. She like, she sees herself as somebody completely different than everyone else does. Um, which makes for great reality television. She's a good model, but she's a better reality television personality. Mm-hmm. And we also have Ferranda. Um, Ferranda kind of chills out a little later in the season. These are her two like big quote unquote diva episodes. She gets the long hair and her makeover, and then she hands out her rules. She wears a fuzzy crown around, and it's like sh- watch if you've seen that for the first time, you are just confused as to what it is she's doing later on this season i think everyone kind of likes her she does have some moments like um they go to thailand and uh, nana and so i'm spoiling whatever nana and jade win a prize it's to be massaged Feranda has to be the massager and she just like <laughs> does this to nana she just like taps her with her finger and joni's trying to explain to her like no like we have to do this well like thai culture is like we, we have to be very respectful of it and Veranda's like, you're not my mom. Don't tell me what to do. 
it's a great it's a great season those are my two standout characters um characters i think the two standout models uh fairly enough are our final two danielle and Joni. i think i think they're the two best models by far their portfolios are two of the best in top model history in my opinion but they also had some really good photo shoots this season that is not the case with every season um luckily no blackface photo shoots this season which not the case for every season of top model was that a recurring task on top model it appeared more than one time oh my god (laughs) it and it's uh yeah burned into my memory uh yeah i think tyra banks a black woman would know better but you know this was the wild west of reality tv days rob we're touching a lot of these shows back when people didn't know what you could and couldn't do on television and tyra was one of those people who would just toe the line and then cross the line over and over and over and over again and america's next time model is like the encyclopedia of all of tyra's mistakes Hmm. there's two different (laughs) photo shoots where one of the girls their friend they learned that one of their friends at home died and then the next day they had a death themed photo shoot this happened in two different seasons rob they literally the woman her friend died and the next episode the same episode i'm sorry tyra's like okay now we're gonna put you in a grave and then puts them in a casket and drops them into a grave 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 yeah like it was not necessary in the grave and she what didn't even that? win. Or <laughs> like what? Oh she's she's yeah. Tyra. Wait, wait, wait. Wild. I have questions. I've, I'm sorry. Did they have the grave photo shoot ready to go? Because it feels like on short notice. Did they just like call up a graveyard? Like we need. It's we need it's space? hard to it's hard to say because especially in season four, it was a seven deadly sins photo shoot, so they needed seven people there. Um, so it's hard for me to believe that wouldn't have been at final seven um but gosh it's just it's it's a little too coincidental for it to have happened twice yeah (laughs) it's probably some editing magic as well right like so you know like maybe her friend died at like the final 10 or 11 but they're like oh no no we have to save this one or we have to make sure we do this and she she clearly struggled with this with this task like oh my gosh can she grieve for just a second uh no tyra's like get in the grave or else mm-hmm. and you know she meant, well she doesn't say those words but i mean that's the theme yeah. right like you get in there and you push through you could be terrified of cockroaches but you're going to walk that runway season four was in my opinion particularly bad for kind of having photo shoots that were mirroring issues in the season for example there there was one woman who was so stunning and so gorgeous um but she may have gained like five to ten pounds throughout the season and they pointed it out constantly and one of one of the later photo shoots was like um like lubriderm or nivea or something it was a lotion and they all had to dress up as animals and they dressed up this poor woman as an elephant justice for kenya she was an elephant yeah worst thing i've ever heard like under the guise (laughs) of modeling to do this to people like even in these episodes the things that were saying about these women i was like i don't think you can talk about a human being like that like i wrote down (laughs) some of the harshest things that were said um and i know that it's entertainment i know that it's a tv show and i clearly have quite a personal connection to it but i don't think that you can you can dress a human like an elephant after making fun of her weight yeah like you can't multiple times throughout the season say like oh you're you're pretty fat now 10 years ago 
We could have talked you out of this. Haley might have still encouraged you to do it just so she could get some inside scoop. Uh, but no, I probably would have talked you out of it. That season, I would have talked you into it solely alone for the free trip to Paris. I love a free trip. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, was, it, was, it was good, but okay. Yeah. At least I wasn't dressed up like an elephant. I'm actually counting my blessings right now. I didn't even mm-hmm. have any cockroaches, nothing. It was great. Janet, oh. if you would have made it... So I I have not seen your season. I have not seen your episode. Thank God for that. Um, if as far as I know, you kind of made it to like, did you make it into like the house or were you kind None. of like free? Yeah. So the episode after I left, they went into the house. Would you have quit if you no. made it into the house? No, I, like I don't quit things that make me unhappy as a general rule. I pushed through it um, into the pain. So I wouldn't have quit, but I think for the best that I, that I went. Um, so it probably worked out, but yeah, I mean, it was only on for two weeks you know, top 20. So I don't have that much of an experience with it, but definitely a lot of these things in this episode, like I remember they asked in the form we were filling out before we went, like, what's your worst fear? And I'm like, I'm definitely not answering that because <laughs> it put me in a photo shoot of my worst fear. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think I faked it and said heights because I have like no problem with heights. So I was like, yeah, put me like, voice me up on something but like i'm i'm not saying cockroaches which would be true yeah. and then you'll put me in a vat of cockroaches right. like i did not trust production of course this. you wouldn't answer the true answer uh the edge of extinction returning <laughs> yeah at the time that didn't exist yeah but also how would they do that just make me watch it on loop for a photo shoot <laughs> i was just very wary of like how they would i guess i was wary of how they would torture me i just wasn't as afraid of it as i should have been I'm so fascinated by Shannon, the strategic mastermind, who's like gaming the system on America's Next Time Model. Like, no, no, I'm afraid of height. <laughs> and they're like well, zooming in on her to, to do this photo shoot. And she's like, I'm not afraid at all. <laughs> well, like, I, I guess I was trying to do that. But like when I got into the show, I definitely feel like I lost like all of my edge and personality and like any spark that I had. So like for people who know me as like an intense, very competitive person who like tries to succeed, like I was terrible. That's why like, I didn't want anyone to watch it. Like I was a huge and complete failure. So if you think I was like out there gaming it and trying, no, I was bad. Like, don't go into it thinking that I was. <laughs> Your yeah. photo was gorgeous, though. Thank you. They didn't think so. But thank you so much. Well, I will write them a letter. Yeah. You have more <laughs> Twitter followers than any of them, I'm sure of it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I can't even remember who posted it. Yeah. Can you give us a sense of what kind of tasks did you have to do? So, okay, because they had announced the wrong winner, they needed like a big bang to the next season. So they got 100 girls into a top model boot camp three days and they would like cut these girls right we went from like 100 to 50 to 30 to 20 over the three days and it would be like the middle of the night by the time we wrapped and they would just like send these girls out the door the first day was like a bikini challenge they just walked out like three in the morning in the rain in bikinis 50 girls it was mass like it was it was terrible so we did that boot camp then we went to paris we had a shopping challenge which Kind of reminded me of this episode, which was traumatic because I did terribly at it. And when they were saying to Molly Sue, like, you're the short girl, don't come in flats. For reasons, I had to wear flats. And they were like, you're the short girl, don't come in flats. And that really got to me. And then we had, like, a beautiful photo shoot at a castle in, like, amazing designer dresses, which was unbelievable. And then I went home. So it sounds so much better. I know that based on what we, what we watched, it sounds like a million times better than that. And it was. Uh, I just had my own problems with it, but I, I, as I'm saying it, I'm like, that does not sound that bad. No, I mm-hmm. think, I think anybody watching top model with any type of critical eye can completely understand where you're coming from. And yes, I have like, I've watched a lot of top model 
But I think even when I was growing up, I knew like that a lot of this was not okay. Uh, because I watched a lot of reality television. I think you're the same where it's just, you're looking at it and being like, this is not great. I don't feel good about this, but I'm a terrible person. So I am going to keep watching. Same. Yeah. Same. Like for these episodes, I was definitely on the side of the girls in every way. Like when they're freaking out about their makeover, like I totally get it. That's what do you think they would have done for you? Honestly, it was my worst fear to get. I had uh, actually a list of fears that I'm pretty sure I wrote down beforehand, which was not (laughs) a good idea. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe cut my hair really short. I was just very, very fearful of like going to the makeover, getting like an irreversible look, and then going home immediately after, and then not even being a model with a haircut that I hate. So. Totally on the side of the girls. We saw that in season five with Cassie, who we we kind of saw in a flashback. Yeah. Um, she had this. She was a she was a pageant queen. She had this long, beautiful hair, and Tyra was like, "No, I want Mia Farrow hair hair." And she was pretty upset about it. And like going from very long hair to very short hair, mm-hmm. uh, that that is pretty like extreme if it, if you're not choosing it. Um, and they didn't cut it short enough. And in the next episode, she said like, "I want it shorter." And the girl said no, and she got sent home for it, like just in the middle of the photo shoot. But now she is married to star of the Green Lantern question mark TV show Stephen M- ML Stephen ML, who's mm-hmm. a wrestler. Yeah, she's married. Yeah, to the, him, the, so the she's Green Arrow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American Ninja Warrior star. Yeah, that you know these makeovers. Honestly, when I was younger, I was thinking like, oh, it's just hair, but I'm a guy. So yeah, it's just hair for me. But like, Mm-mm. if you look at Jade in this season, even like she has this huge, beautiful afro, and she, well, you know, Jade is going to. She's a diva, you know, as everybody's describing her as, and she has a very, uh, like, like concrete image of what she thinks a model is supposed to look like. And Tyra's like, oh yeah, all that beautiful hair that you have, I want it cut off and I want it blonde. And what a lot of these women are thinking, and I think even on one of the episodes, Ferranda even asked Tyra, "What are we supposed to do when we get eliminated? Because if we get eliminated," I've stuck with this hair. Like Shannon was saying, I, I don't want some irreversible like makeover just for you to be like, mm, I don't like that you didn't kiss the roach. You can go home today. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, that's not great. So a lot of this was like, you know, with my adult eye, I could say like, yeah, this sucks. But when I was like 15 years old, I was like, oh yeah, they need to grow up. Also, <laughs> a lot of these women are 18 years old, 19 They're years old. so young. Like they are picking on them. You don't put people in situations like this. I'm, I, it's insane that this had so many seasons. I mean, there was one season, a lot of seasons, and across the globe too. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> later in the season, I think, I think they say to Joni on the go he's like, "Oh, you're 21. That's pretty late to start modeling." Or like, Jade's 26, and 26 was the cutoff for yeah until the most recent season. So from my perspective, like I read on Wikipedia that this is like an old season because I was like, mm-hmm. these girls are so much older. In my season, I was 18 and I was like the median age because we went down to 16 in Australia. Yeah, Australia many was of the very girls, young, like upsettingly yeah, were, young. Yeah, like I, as in I had just turned 18. I just come out of high school and there were so many girls younger than me in years 11 and 12, 16, 17. And there were a couple of girls who were like 21, 22. And they were seen as you're on your last shot at maybe half a career you over the hill 21 year old so to have like a 26 year old i was amazed by that mm-hmm. you know uh i said there was no criteria because tyra just does what she wants but honestly she's very clear about the things that she's going to pick on you about she's like you're not tall enough you're too short you <laughs> are not you are not small enough you are too old 
and you are like <laughs> you unconventionally change. pretty. At, like, this, yeah, like, at this point, you had to be at least five seven, and you had to you had to be between eighteen and and twenty six. Yeah. yeah. Does it and change it, later, Haley? Uh, only in like literally the very last season. They they said that they could have like any age. So there ended up being like a fifty year old woman on the show. And she was like brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just and, and then I, there was a short girl season. Like it was literally short called girl. the short girl season. They had to be <laughs> under five six. Yeah. I wanna go on that. Well that's not fair because I was the short girl and I was five I'm five eight and a half. But I can't go you on the You were the short girl, girl at five eight and a half? Yes, and they were they were very clear about that. <laughs> oh my! You, but even <laughs> in this, even, even somewhere along the season, they're all meshing together. Um, they say that they, they don't even they barely like Sarah because she's six one. They're like, no, everyone thinks models are super tall. We want them be, to be between five eight and like five eleven. Yeah, and they Pretty recruited big, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> they well, recruited yes. Sarah. They recruited Sarah. They saw her in the mall. They walked up to her and said, you're very tall. You should be a model. She comes on the show. And the first thing they say is, mm, six one's a little tall for a model. Like people think you're supposed to be six one, but you're really not. She's like, well, I was six one when you found me. Yeah. You know, She's like, I didn't when choose this. Did you, you lose some height? Still the same height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I just don't understand why they would go pick you just to tear you apart. I literally had for the opposite experience. Like they were like, <laughs> go on the show. I guess maybe I was sitting down, but then I went to like, you, you can't, you're too short. I'm like, well, I mean, I was just eating my sushi like I was fine. My life was <laughs> fine. And now I'm too short to be a model, but I wasn't trying to be a model. Like, what? All right. Well, this episode uh, features uh, in the reward challenge part of the episode. Reward, see? I yeah. told you. Yes. Uh, the first challenge that we get uh, or set up for the first challenge is uh, we're going to head to uh, the studios and uh, it is time for makeover time makeover yeah. time for the warren salon uh not run by elizabeth warren in case anybody Imagine was confused that. probably not yes probably probably not but you know rob the makeover is a staple it's like the family visit or you know like it's just like this iconic moment in the america's next time out of war every I, like it's it's crazy because it's such an iconic moment and you know tyra can f with you and screw up your hair but like these women still sign up for it, knowing that like it's a it's a roll of the dice. Like More she can wake up today and say, "Mia Farrow from Rosemary's Baby," <laughs> and like bang her hand. Yeah, on the that timely <laughs> reference, right? And she does it like seven times, like every season until she gets the, bring the me woman Mia with the, loves that movie. Yeah, that's her thing. Like bring it to yeah, and and so you know that there's a possibility. Yet these poor women sign up for it every time, and then here they are crying in the makeover room. Like, please, God, just don't cut my hair. Just don't cut my hair. And she just kind of <laughs> picks and chooses. It's so funny because um, it's Nina from uh, Nina's uh, Nigerian. She lives in Houston, but uh, she has short hair. And Tyra says, "You know what? We did a bald challenge last round where you had to wear a bald cap. You looked really great. We'll shave it off." And Nina goes, "Okay, but had it been anybody else, we would have saw it quit easily." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was like an amazing race challenge. I remember to shave your head. Like that was oh, a fast yeah. because it's cruel thing to do. Like I definitely think that she just like has a hat of things she's picking out. I do think the people who did well in the ball challenge seem to have been punished for that by getting the the bad looks because it's like oh you can do well being bald. Um, but then she's like picking out. She's like you you get Giselle hair, and then I think it was Brooke who got it. She's like I love it. Yeah, of course you love it. It's Giselle hair. You know. Then you get <laughs> yeah. Jade. Who has Justin Timberlake like the two minute noodle 
hair. <laughs> like, no wonder she hated it. She's a beautiful girl. Yeah, but, like, like Rhonda, like, she took her, her self-admittedly bad haircut and, like, gave her, like, beautiful hair. Yes, of course I mean, she was I happy. Did, I did love the Mia, Mia Fair haircut on Mom's But she had Mom's short hair good. already, so it wasn't that dramatic. It's not like you're taking Cassandra to, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, okay, I got confused because I forgot that the most dramatic makeover of the season didn't happen until much later, which is mm-hmm. when Joni got her snaggle tooth removed. Oh, yeah. They did, they did allude to that, though. Full dental work. She got all of her teeth, like, sanded down. She got full veneers. <sighs> they pay for that? Goals. Yeah, they pay for that. And yeah. then Danielle, they wanted to close her gap, and she's like, don't feel great about this. And then she went to judging the next time, and, um, they were like, you will go home if you don't close your gap. And she's like, okay. And then, like, four seasons later, they got a girl to make a bigger gap in her teeth. <laughs> hmm. It's almost like this has no rhyme or reason and is just done to cause the most pain to the girl. And, and Danielle's major storyline throughout the season because she's far and away better than everyone else there. They had to find something so she wasn't like a complete runaway. And that was her accent. Saying, like, mm-hmm. you have to talk you have to get rid of your accent. You have to talk like a newscaster. You no. have to have a newscaster accent. Like, no. throughout the season, like, the way she spoke was, like, a point of contention with everyone. And she tried really hard to, like, to to make it not what it was, but they didn't give her a vocal coach or anything. Like, how is she supposed to learn how to do it without somebody? Yeah. No! I refuse to believe have a girl talk like girls. this. Yeah. That's, that's what Tyra said to her. Yeah, she's like I talk it's, like that with I'm with my friends, and but I changed it for like other things. It's like okay, Tyra, but you have money. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane because you and then the show creates a discourse about itself too because this is like this is a prime time show, so people go to work tomorrow, the next day at school and they talk about these things and they regurgitate these horrible opinions and like uh, toxic ideas. So like. They're telling, like, Danielle, like, you'll never be a supermodel with that voice. You'll never be a supermodel with that gap. And then people are going to work being like, I don't think Danielle's going to win. She's got that gap. You know, she's got that horrible accent. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, we should all be going home and saying, like, yeah, yeah, no, Tyra doesn't know what she's talking about. Danielle doesn't have to change a thing. But Danielle's brilliant. She got the most work post-show. She's, right. still, she's still modeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's just like it just was creating almost like this toxic environment of people who watch the show like regurgitating these things that were toxic and then feeding into it and then more people would come in and feed into that. That's why somebody you know the size of Takara can be called like huge or plus size or something like that or like you know um can put what was it Kenya in her elephant thing you know like you this thing happens and we keep the show on the air and we talk about it like it's funny and or, don't get me or, wrong it's absurd but come on. Or we've had women come in who are technically like plus size models, but then they get told you're not big enough to be a plus size, but you're too big to be like a standard model. It's just like the whole thing like messed up a generation of women. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an open letter to the modeling industry. Like, honestly, you could probably play this and be like, this is why modeling was toxic in the 2000s and probably still toxic now. Uh, And I think a lot of that played into it. Tyra came from that environment. So she's just, she's repeating a lot of the stuff that happened to her and that she saw happen to other people. It's just, should we have given it this platform for so long? And it feels like Tyra is very much not like, I feel like if she had a student loan, she'd be one of the people who are like, well, I had to pay it off by myself. So you should have to pay it off. You know what I mean? It's like, she's like, well, it happened to me. It's like, okay, so you should be working to make 
the environment better for all of these women because you went through something that was bad and not okay and not great for for everyone and i think it it gets worse but then i think it's it it gets better maybe that's a little extreme but like (laughs) in a short girl season in a short girl season and in the latest season i think it was season 24 they invited women of all sizes short tall younger older um you know it just it felt better like it felt like we were going in the right direction um i don't necessarily think that the fashion industry is kind of picking up to that as much like i think they like to say like oh we're being more inclusive but for the most part you're seeing like in a cover of 10 women you're seeing one plus size quotation mark plus size woman and like one woman of color and that's about it and then the rest is like skinny white girls still did Tyra Banks host the show through its entire run? She took one season off in which Rita Ora hosted. Mm-hmm. Fashion icon Rita Ora, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and was Tyra Banks just the host, or is this sort of like from the mind of Tyra Banks? Is she have she's a producer? Like, she's an executive producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like Jeff. She's Jeff Probst. Like, yeah, let's just start looking at this as Survivor, right? Because you yeah. do have you sometimes have- you get. Sometimes you do get your alliances. We definitely get reward challenges. Uh, yeah. Okay, Seems so I was crazy close. 20 minutes ago, and now it is Survivor. I don't know. No, you, you were ahead of the game, as usual. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but yeah, you could just look at it in those, in those, along those lines, because honestly, Jeff has a lot of influence on, on Survivor as well, right? And so, yeah, Tyra can kind of make the season go whichever way she wants and make people look how they want, because Jeff can do that too as well, you know? So there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, Everybody's going to get their makeover. And then uh, after the makeover, uh, then they have to go. And that I thought that this was actually, uh, Chappelle, that, uh, a challenge that of the couple of challenges I saw across these couple of episodes, the first time that I saw like the women have any agency in uh, what they are being judged on because they got to pick out their clothes. Well, they got to pick out their clothes. But like they only had like select clothes to choose from and they have very specific sizes that they wear too. So for instance, Sarah, who was six one, is really looking for hot pants. Well, you can't find them. You know, they have to be in her size. So yeah, this is kind of like choose your personal style and show us who you are. Um, and to match your hair. You know, we're trying to give you a whole look, create a persona for you almost in the in the model, like a brand. Um, and so yeah, this was the first time where you get to see them like kind of say, Okay, now this is who I am. Now that you've changed my appearance. And um, yeah, that's what they do. It's, it's a good challenge, I guess. Um, not my favorite. You know, it was kind of like, oh, pick some clothes and we'll tell you who looks the best. And mm-hmm. I think Ferunda ends up winning that. Haley, am I, am I wrong? I thought it was Nana. 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 Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Nana ends up winning because they basically say, oh, you look like an African woman. That's your style. You win. You woke up like this. Um, Nana, Nana is underrated in this season as well. Nana is a like comp- competition beast. Um, she also lives for the drama. And she has some scandal later on where she's like cheating on her her, her boyfriend John with her like, horrific her, boyfriend John. Her he, horrific boyfriend this sounds John. Bad. He deserved to be cheated on. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! What, what does she he, do? She kisses women. one of the male models. Like he's on the phone with her, being like, "You don't understand how hard this is for me." Like I'm blah blah blah, and then she kisses the hot guy in her photo shoot. Do yeah. you blame her? It, I don't. She yeah. calls him, and Nina, Nina then, is completely unaffected then, by that. <laughs> she wins another challenge, like an episode or two later, in which the prize 
is her boyfriend shows up at the top model mansion. Oh, uh, yes. that was for, like, lucky. A whole day. Yes. That was oh, so yeah. lucky. That's such a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know what, Rob? What Tyra realized very early on in this in this show is that bringing in men adds drama to America's Next Time Model. So we've seen with these women cheat on their uh, husbands. You had okay. Listen, there's one season. Poor Shandy. Shandy is from Walgreens. Oh. Shandy uh, is a model now because she's on America's Next Time Model. They go to like Italy, and Shandy's in the hot tub with all the Italian guys and. Shandy and the Italian guy get it on and the next day she has to call her husband and tell him that, you know, that she cheated on him because he's going to see it on television. So she gets him on the phone and she can't even speak. She's just like, no. And he hears her voice and he goes, what happened? Did you cheat? <laughs> like, he goes, you had sex with right him now. She, she can't say words. He's like, you had sex with her? Oh, how can I hug you? I'm like, sir, how can you hug her? You have bigger issues. Um, Yeah. It's a mess. And so after Shandy cheats on her guy, they start to whittle like to, to ease men into the season. Oh, for the and then, oh God, <laughs> in the next season, in season seven, they go to Spain. Oh, this is the, this is truly one of the worst things that's ever happened on the show. One of the male models that they bring in is racist and he tells Jada, a, a black woman, that he doesn't want to kiss her because she's black. Uh, and she's obviously very upset and she has to kiss him for a commercial and she gets sent home this episode because I was like, well, you should just have to deal with it. That's just something. That's just, that's modeling, babes. Like, <laughs> are you serious? Even in this episode, I was surprised. Like, so Hurricane Katrina was a bigger story point than one would think it was going to be going into an episode of America's Next Top Model. And I definitely thought, like, you'd think there'd be some sympathy that her parents had been through this traumatic thing no. and it was so recent. Instead, they were like, every time she looked off, they're like, her head's not in it. And then they sent her home, not not because her parents had been in Hurricane Katrina. I don't think we can rule that out. Uh, and I think what the lesson was is if your parents almost die, get over it mm-hmm. and pose better. So this is a competition. We don't want to see the sadness in your eyes. I don't care that your mom almost died. This is <laughs> not America's Next Top Best Friend. This is um, not America's Next yeah. Top. You all have our so, parents. Yeah, this season <laughs> is filmed in October of 2005, yeah. uh, which is weeks so like after month. Hurricane Katrina oh, yeah. hit. They cast a woman from New Orleans, and she's on the phone too much for the liking of some of the other players uh, checking in with people at home, and the judges are just feeling like, eh, she looks like uh, she's distracted. Come on. To be fair, Rob, I do want to say that, um, because Wendy's on the phone to talk to her parents because they were in Hurricane Katrina. Because this is the first time she's talked to them since the hurricane because they lost contact. Because they all had to evacuate to different places. Let's keep in mind, this is the first time she's able to talk to her parents, finally. I understand that, but just to defend Jade, like, she was dealing with her own natural disaster, and that was her ramen noodle hair. So, like, I understand, (laughs) but, like, everyone's got their own cross to bear. So, I do get that she was upset. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She hadn't even got to speak about that. She needed to unload. My biggest issue with the Wendy thing is that um, they, you know, they... Well, yes, but they bring Wendy to, you know, when they critique her, they say, you know, it just feels like the sadness is coming from like Hurricane Katrina. And Wendy literally (laughs) says, yeah, I try not to think about that. And then when she watches the episode, every line that includes Wendy in it is Wendy, Hurricane Katrina, Wendy Mm -hmm. and Hurricane Katrina. She looks sad because Hurricane Katrina, this picture has Hurricane Katrina in it. Like, 
why this woman told you i don't even want to think about that right now and they're yeah. like mm, you're giving us a lot of katrina in the face <laughs> we watched we watched one episode together mm-hmm. and like the the like this time on it showed like one clip of wendy and like one hand shot of of new orleans and rob goes doesn't look good for wendy here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like very obvious in the first Three and a half seconds. It was well, very, no, in very fairness, the, the reason the I said episode. that was because I watched episode three first and I didn't see Wendy on it. And then when they showed Wendy in episode two, I said, oh, it's not well, looking good for Wendy because yeah, that, was that was the first time I saw her. Imagine that your whole introduction to this person is Wendy Katrina. Like it's just like they didn't tell you anything else about this woman. We know nothing, nothing. but we know she got sent home because she looks really sad, and whatever she looks sad for has to be Katrina. Because related. she went through something very traumatic mm-hmm. one yeah. and a half days ago. Yeah, hey, right. She should be. She should have felt lucky that. I mean, thank God her parents didn't actually die because then she would have been in an ice coffin in that photo shoot. So at least oh. <laughs> that's true. At least that didn't that happen. They're like, we're dropping you off for the photo shoot. Yeah, like, stop it. Tyra, just, I just wish you'd take a little bit more care of these women. No. Uh, spoiler no, alert. Because for later in, women in this all, season, yeah. she fakes a fainting attack. Yeah. What do you mean oh, she well, fakes a fainting attack? Listen, it's exactly uh, what I said. She fakes a fainting attack. She comes into Why? the room and just because she's like trying to show it's them acting. how to be. Acting. I'm acting, everyone. It's acting. acting. Okay. And, Okay, that you just confirmed for me that I definitely have seen that season, this season, because yeah. that that definitely I remember. So that she did it multiple Veronica times. Sobs because she was really worried. Okay, right. so Tyra, yeah, Tyra enters the room and she's like, "Hey, girls, um, yeah, today we're going to talk about um, just give me a second. I've been I've been working a lot lately. Like I'm really tired. And, like I'm just down goes Tyra. <laughs> yeah." Tyra's out and they are screaming these women look horrified none of them are like oh it's probably an act they're like oh my god get CPR somebody called I went what like and then she just pops up like I got you acting acting I'm acting everyone it's all acting I'm an actress and for context like a season or two before a woman literally passed out in front of them <laughs> mm-hmm and she thought like let me incorporate that into my she's into like my that's good Rebecca I'm taking that stealing that now look maybe it's not too late for jeff probes to work that into survivor 41 i wouldn't be shocked like he falls down Didn't at tribal Caleb council almost die? like <laughs> yeah, yeah he f- he'll fall into the fire <laughs> hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void or prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details step into the world of power loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. I want to touch on something that you uh, mentioned earlier in the show, uh, Shannon. Uh, the Feranda rules uh, came up. Uh, these are, are apparently like the BR rules of America's mm-hmm. Next Top Model. Uh, I I think maybe only to Feranda. Only to Feranda. The BR rules might just be to Boston Rob. So there might be a good equivalent. But she wrote up rules for the other house guests to deal with her well these are the rules so it does seem to be i don't think it's house guests what is it i guess just models housemates yeah cast castmates or something i don't know okay well okay these are the rules i will tweet i will treat you the same or worse than you treat me i will treat you the same uh or worse as you treat me the Chappelle rules are i will tweet you the same or worse (laughs) than you treat me (laughs) Some people are honest, not like <laughs> <laughs> She also says, I am the best person to discuss me with. But, the, the but, like but I want to like skip forward because the fourth rule is stay out of my business. So those two <laughs> seem to contradict each other. I would be like, if I had a problem with her, I'd be like, I should discuss it with her, but also I should stay out of her business. Like which so which one is it? I mean do nothing. My personal mm-hmm. favorite is do not ask me for any emergency items. So do not go to the club with Feranda and get your period unexpectedly because she will not be giving you a tampon. Yeah. Does that come up a lot? Do not ask me for any emergency items. I doubt the show is giving them emergency items, so I bet it's like you guys just have to fight for yourself. I think they think that was hilarious. blew out a tire. Do you have a flare? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And Feranda... Feranda had these rules printed. So this is not something she sat she down in the house and, and wrote down. No, she came in the house with these flyers. So let's let's go back to what Shannon was saying. You have to get through casting and then you have to make it into the house and then you have to make it through several challenges. And now you make it through the challenge and Feranda's like, oh yeah, I forgot. Just in case I managed to overcome all these obstacles, here are some handouts for you guys. Pass them out and govern yourselves accordingly. Yeah. Uh, insane. Insane. You know, Haley, is the social game relevant at all to America's Next Top Model? Like, does it behoove a contestant to befriend the other models, or is that irrelevant to who wins or loses? It's mostly irrelevant because it's not the America's judging Next panel, Top Best Friend. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and because the judging panel just they have no interest in what's going on at the house. They will kind of try and bait bait the girls into talking about it but then get mad when they do. So we saw that. I can't remember if it was an, ep- yeah. it must've been an episode three or four with Jade, three with or two with Jade, where she's like, well, I'm having a really hard time at the house. And then she goes, go on, tell me more. And then after he's like, we don't want to hear about it. And she's <laughs> like, well, I do laugh. Yeah. But, <laughs> Nigel's guess, not a good person though. Like there's a lot with Nigel that we can talk oh, about. We, <laughs> we have to, we'll have to get into that. Yeah. Cause that's a lot. Um, like Nigel but, does a lot. Yeah. All the time. Uh, Rob, though, the social game, though, 
if you latch on to the front runner of the challenges, like the mini challenges, you'll notice that Nina, Nina is like a one of those like people who are like in, individual competition beasts. She's good. And they get to pick who goes with them on rewards. So actually a little bit, you could you might go on a reward and mm-hmm. get a shopping spree. Maybe you'll learn something on one of these rewards. Cause sometimes they get to meet famous people or see models in action. So maybe there's a little bit of that. Uh you'll notice Jade and Nina get kind of tight very quickly. Um, and so like for the first three challenges after Nina wins, she's taking Jade with her. You know, and so yeah. for Jade to be such an like incendiary person in this house, she latched on to the right one because that one is the one who's picking who's going on the challenges. So yeah, yeah it, it Ultimately, it doesn't help you win the game, but you could, there's some perks to being a, a kind person, I think. Because we saw, even more so in the next episode, uh, Jade hates Gina uh, and yeah. is almost going to uh, like uh, bully her and try to like uh, get in her head and psych her out, uh, especially in the challenge they do in the next episode with the cockroach where she's like i don't like gina i want her to lose so she's trying to like freak her out as much as she can with the cockroach i think i can offer some insight here in saying i don't know if having a good social game will be helpful but i think being generally disliked by everyone speaking from experience is not good for your game because it'll make you very sad and then it will be again like the same way that you might be distracted if your parents almost died in hurricane katrina if everyone doesn't like you, not everyone, but if a lot of people are being mean to you and don't like you, I bet you're not modeling as well. Not to blame it on that, but I don't think that it's helpful. Uh, and I actually did a bit of a thought experiment because obviously Jade says it's not America's Next Top Best Friend. And I thought that sounds like a really fun show. Like what would America's Next Top Best Friend entail? I have some ideas that no one asked for. I think that you could have a race to see how, how fast one could drop you off at the airport. That's America's yeah. Next Top Best Friend, right? Hmm. Um, to to hear everyone hears different gossip and how well can you report it back? I think that there's something here that they should be doing. America's next top best friend, who is the best best friend in America. Did we see that with uh, Paris Hilton as my new best friend? Yes, Paris Hilton did put her. She did put her uh, like best friend candidates through the ringer, and they had to do tasks for her um, as someone who's already like rich would want you to do right and so yeah but these people were latching on to be her best friend so that they could get her perks and so i feel like you know she rightfully put them through the ringer a little bit um but i think but Shannon's what would someone say better. on that show like because it's always like it's not america's next top best friend this isn't the amazing <laughs> best friend race like on that show it is about being a best friend so i just wonder what someone would say when they go to that inevitable line Hmm. Yeah, that's that's one of those shows where people say you're not here for the right reasons. You know, like okay. <laughs> so many things. Like, oh, even on Survivor, like they're not here. They don't deserve to be here. That's like they're probably what you're yelling at Paris Hilton's BFF candidates. It's like you don't even de- you don't even know Paris. Like I know Paris. Like no, no one knows her. Y'all are randos, and she just <laughs> wants TV time. So the other challenge in this episode, the one where we really get to torture these women, is uh, they walk into some sort of a meat locker that has been decorated as a photo shoot with blocks of ice. Uh, The temperature is 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Haley, I'm going to imagine that's got to be like uh, about uh, negative uh, five or six Celsius. Um, So 20 and then you minus 30. So that's minus 10 and then you double it, I think. Hmm. It's below freezing. It's below freezing. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. Um, but not to confuse it with the season where they actually did have a photo shoot in a in a meat locker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This Sounds was better. Rob, this was this was a cold ice set. They've actually put them in meat freezers. 
and made them stand next to meat. So you have to be very clear when you talk about these America's Next Time Model Challenges because there are challenges where they put you in a grave and we don't mean that yeah. like metaphorically, like it's underwater, literal. but like we mean like all the way underwater, <laughs> you know, like like drowning, you yeah. know, so they do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The, this show, I think there's no better example of like a, what they do to these women on this show than Jay, who's conducting this photo shoot, is in a full on like woolly parka with gloves, hot drink, woman is in a bikini, and he's like, Us, uh, look, you are looking like you're freezing. What, are you, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Stop looking so cold. You got a little ice on your face. <laughs> you look I, frozen. So I, it's embarrassing. I, this is a fun one. Like I thought Jay was as harsh as could be until I saw Nigel later in the episode. I did write down some stuff that Jay said at the photo shoot that I thought was notable. He said, every so often, they, being the photos, get a little hoe on me. Okay? <laughs> he says about poor Gina, the first 50 shots were completely useless to me. <laughs> Just the first 50. So that's good. And this is my favorite part. He says to Gina, this is what you're doing. Do you understand? And he's just standing there as opposed to like, and then he changes his stance to the exact same thing. Like, I find that a lot of the time it's, it's like, Sarah's problem is that her mouth is too open. It's like, just tell her to close her mouth. Like, what? Like that's so fixable. Like, help this poor woman out if that's such a massive problem. Um, he also says in episode two, I just threw this one in, in, in episode three that we watched. If I was as pretty as you, maybe I wouldn't have tried as hard either. <laughs> Great compliment, that one. <laughs> poor Molly Sue. <laughs> um, and then in another episode, he tells Gina, uh, I would just cut you out of this photo if I had to pick one. At least it was just out of the photo. I don't know where yeah, that I'd crop you out going. of the photo because there's a male model in it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Those sentences, those those insults or complicelts sometimes, they, they're just nothing compared to Nigel. I mean, some of the stuff that Nigel was saying. Oh, oh my God. What, like, Jay needs yeah. to get laid? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, can you just <laughs> set up, who is Nigel for somebody who is uh, not listening and just trying to understand about America's Next yeah, Top Model? Yeah. Nigel Haley, Barker, give us the panel. fashion give- photographer. Yeah, Haley, give us the whole the whole judging panel, if you will. Oh, okay. For this season, we have famous fashion model Twiggy. You've probably heard of her. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have Nigel Barker, who is a douchebag. Gross. What's his claim to fame other than be saying douchey things on America's Next Top Model? Is he famous for something? He's a photographer. Noted. And he married a model who's a twin. He likes to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Miss J Alexander, who's their runway coach. Um, and then Tyra. That's it. And then they always have a guest one. They're always mm-hmm. boring. But they've had some interesting people like Janice Dickinson, yeah. who is a, a interesting lady. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Later on, who do we have? I'm trying to remember. Um, Andre Leon Talley, who is actually like a good guy for this show. Um, Elizabeth Warren. Which, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> oh, I was Maybe like, was uh, well, no. we saw AOC on Drag Race. Like, it was not out of the realm of possibility for Elizabeth Warren to show up on Drag Race mm-hmm. model for a second. And you got uh, her, girl. She was doing. You got your uh, Nole Marin as well, and his little doggy. Famous creep. Staple. Very yeah, creepy. Fa- big, big creep energy. Yeah, big creep. Look, so the thing is, these judges come from the fashion industry, and I guess it's supposed to legitimize the mean things that they say to them. But it but just like, means that the whole fashion industry is creepy and mean. Very mean. It <laughs> probably shouldn't get a television show, honestly, or one that runs for 20 some odd seasons. Um, I would 
I know that Nigel is a super creep and he's horrible, but the one insult that is a complicit, as uh, Shannon is keep saying, is that like Brooke. <laughs> every episode, they tell Brooke, "You're not conventionally pretty. You, you know, you, you, whatever. You're so wrong that it's right. Something's mm-hmm. not right with you, and we kind of like it. It's something about your chin. It's too big. If you just had less chin, like Brooke, every episode, no matter how well she does, they have to make sure they point out that like." You're not pretty to me. She takes and it very well, though. She's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke is a good sport because you now have to go watch America, watch your show, and they're all going to be saying, you know that, Brooke? Not pretty. She's mm-hmm. not conventionally pretty. It's kind of ugly, but it works. Like, I don't want the blog saying stuff like that about anybody. That's I would ridiculous. take it, though. Would you? Yeah. She was called a closet drag queen in what I just watched. <laughs> like, would you take it? They throw they throw around some yeah. not great terms. The T word uh, dropped. Yeah, it was dropped effortlessly in one of these episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's so, fascinating. Well, okay, so you okay? Nigel says Jade needs to get laid, but this is what stuck out to me. Nigel, I'm getting the sense, a small sense, doesn't like Feronda. Uh, in the makeover episode, he said Nigel is- doesn't like Feronda because he doesn't want to f her. He, he only likes the women he wants to f. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's into her because he <laughs> says Feronda is Gonda for me. Because quite frankly, this is like ET with a wig on. Now, what could be meaner than to say that about someone? In the next episode, he calls her a squashed insect in a petri dish. So you can decide what you think is harsher mm-hmm. of this woman who is. You know, in the top 11, now the top 10 of the running to be America's Next Top Model, like, how could she look like E.T.? E.T. did wear a wig at one point. Did not look like Maybe we should compare and contrast then, if that's something that... I I don't see it personally. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I didn't see it either. Nigel's a jerk. he's a jerk, They're, but they but they all are. Let me be very clear. Aside from maybe Twiggy and Haley, you have to correct me if I'm wrong. I like Twiggy. Yeah. Aside from Twiggy, most of the judges, including Tyra, are they are there for the sound bites. They are saying the thing they want to. They are getting like the like oh the one liners in left and right on them. Whatever like quippy quick thing they can say commentary wise. They're going to throw it out there. And yeah, a lot of times it leads to saying horrible things about people under the guise of, no, it's trying to make you a it's better model. Fashion. Like, suck it up. It's fashion. I will uh, say one of I my agree. favorite through lines for the season is how afraid of Jade Twiggy is. Like, Terrified. genuinely fearful of this woman. <laughs> Terrified. Of, yeah. Fascinating. All right. Yeah, she, I mean, Twiggy calls this black lady aggressive. Probably wouldn't get yeah. a, you. Probably wouldn't say that these days. But mm-hmm. and and to, to to Twiggy's defense, Jade is she's a little hard, just a little bit. So I, I, I won't give her too many. I won't give her too much crap about it. But yeah, for Twiggy to be afraid of this woman as if she's just gonna jump up into the uh into the judges' stand and like slap her, it's probably not. You know, Twiggy, you might know, might want to stop projecting a little bit. Like you made that up. Twiggy does love the the Eurocentric woman. She makes that clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jade is going to be in the bottom two in this episode. Uh, and in many episodes, let me tell you. Yeah. Along with Wendy. And then I, I find it to be confusing how they do the reveal of they get I down to it. Would. They show all the pictures of everybody who's staying. And then Tyra's like, all right, who's going to go home? And she holds up the picture. Jade. Like, well, why'd you ask, ask who's going home? Why'd you say who's going to stay? And then say a name. Yeah. In um, Britain's Next Top Model, and at least in the more recent seasons, 
the host hold has the book of the girl who's leaving because it's like, well, here's your book as you're leaving. Enjoy the modeling world. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know, the book thing, though, is probably a good idea because That's after smart. the seasons are over, these women will go on like the where are they now? You know, like VH1 specials, or like catching up with the people from America's Next Top Model seasons one through five or whatever. And they're all saying the same thing, which is we walked off the show and I never heard from Tyra Banks again. And it's like the their portfolio is what they did on the show. And nobody has reached out to them to help them become a model. Like Tyra has a very like, uh, like um, almost like a mentoring presence while yes. the show is going. And then the next season starts and she's done with them. Um, very much in the same vein as RuPaul yeah. from what I understand. So yeah, that's another thing that maybe giving them a book and some tips would help. Why wouldn't they have like some sort of like America's Next Top Model agency? Like you sign a contract with the show and then after you are done, you're sort of like uh, they could book you on gigs and like take a cut of what you're doing. Well, they do have a, an agency as the prize that you get signed to an mm-hmm. agency. And I, and I don't know how it works in America, but definitely on my season in Australia, that agency did kind of like descend on all the girls to kind of try it out with them. Um, which didn't work out great for me because <laughs> I was originally approached by the agency and they were like, Oh, we'll, we'll sign you anyway. But then once I got on the show and lost out to the others, I was kind of like old news. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of the girls from my season actually did well. The winner definitely did great. Um, and I think that the agency did help out people, but it wasn't the show. So I'm surprised that in America, the agency wouldn't do the same thing. I mean, they have a platform. They've just been on the show. There might be a popular personality. Like they should sign these women. You would think, but I, the, the fashion industry looked so down on America's Next Top Model that they weren't willing to book a lot of these uh. women. Um, and, and even in the agencies, so for um, for the the first season, I can't remember who who was the agency, but they were only that first season. Um, was it Wilhelmina? I feel like it was Wilhelmina. Yeah. Um, once for Cycle 2, they knew they were being dropped. They weren't willing to to, to help Adrian book anywhere. And it was Revlon instead of CoverGirl, who was, who was like the makeup prize or whatever. And the only modeling she ever did for them was like in a room of like a of people like a board meeting, like trying on makeup to see if people like it or not. Yeah. And she tr- and she said she tried to reach out to Tyra like a bunch of times and she never answered or anything. And then I think she might have. I think Adrian might have sued. Maybe I don't know. I I might be making that up. You know. One of the things uh, from the the second the next episode from uh, episode three that I thought was horrifying was they had the women like basically walk on like these death trap shoes. Yeah, and we almost witnessed several broken ankles and certainly one sprained ankle for Danielle. I mean, this was like a horror show. Yeah. Once they made a blind woman walk a runway in the dark. (laughs) Why did it need to be dark? So many questions. Because she had very low visibility and they Uh, wanted a storyline. Yeah. I I honestly think like some of these must be made up that you're saying because you have too many ready examples of the torture. This would be a good game of give us like three real ones and a fake one. It would be be impossible because all the the fake ones, like she's taking all the good ones. Mm -hmm. Right. She's taking all the good ones. Uh, Yeah. Like Tyra will say something like your final runway challenge. The runway is underwater. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, thank you. 
and like I could almost fall off of this runway and fall into the water and and oh, myself. they did that one time on like a dock that mm. moved like this, and obviously people fell into the water and hurt themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. And so and this challenge in particular was weird for me too. What's up, Shannon? I was just saying that I've I've been to a lot of fashion weeks and I've never seen people walk with cockroaches or on these giant heels that make it look like they're about to break their ankle. But like maybe I just didn't see those shows. I just don't feel like it's as big a part of the fashion industry as is being. I'm telling you, it's like the hazing that Tyra went through. She has to inflict on everybody else. <laughs> the hazing. Oh, my God. It's a full oh, season hazing. That is exactly what this is. It basically yeah, is. It's, a, Tyra it's says, a two decade long hazing. Yeah, because yeah. Tyra says this this heel thing, right? Um, uh, Haley, who did the heels? Who was Naomi it? Naomi Campbell? No, I'm saying like... Oh, uh, for- no, she- Oh, it was Vivian Westwood, but I think Naomi Campbell fell in a Vivian Westwood show. Yeah, well, I think Tyra fell too, right? Because she says like, oh, a, famous, sure. a very famous supermodel. Oh, because it was Naomi Campbell and she won't talk about Naomi Campbell on her show. Yeah. Why? What's but, the backstory? Because they oh, hate that's each big other. beef. Yeah. Big beef, Rob. Yeah. So she just like, brought up a time that she fell and then she put it into a montage clip. That is so they shady. Didn't, they didn't show. They her, showed Tyra falling, I think, because Tyra uh, fell in the hills as well. Right. Naomi Campbell is probably the more popular example of that. But um, so Tyra says these heels are impossible to walk in. Even I, a supermodel who is trying to train you, can fall in these heels. And then their challenge is I want all of y'all to walk in the heels and not fall and hurt yourselves. And then we see people falling and they say afterwards, this is like this was the most intense thing. Like I was so stressed out. You made them do it. You forced (laughs) them to stand in these like what? A foot tall heel almost like. Yeah. People were like Danielle sprained her pinky toe. It was a lot going on. But after you see somebody fall the first time, you kind of want to be like, okay, you fell, fell, take off the heels. It's fine. Nope. Keep walking. Walk it off. Smile at us. Show us that you're invested in this. Uh, it's an insane challenge. I, I don't understand why they did it. But you know, the moment she like she thought about it, Tyra was like, no, no, we have to make them do this because I went through it. And that makes you good models like me. And so that's why I hate, I hate the in judging task. I think they're always awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they drenched Wendy in water. Just that wasn't even a challenge. Well, they were just film it. But she and then she went home and her hair yeah. was just soaking wet and her t shirt is wet and it's humiliating. But up yeah. until then, they thought that she was fine. They're like, oh yeah, well, these are good. We we gave you that hair, then complained about it and said you should tear it in a bun and, and tie it back. No, you told me you needed big hair and you needed to be soft faced J Lo. That's what you they said. They called her J Lo a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too many times. <laughs> yeah. A lot. They said soft faced J Lo. That's your style. Well, then why did you come out here with the hair that we gave you? Why don't you wet it and tie it into a bun so we can eliminate you? It's insane. But she just, Tyra was just on a, like a bender, like a long one that just wouldn't, wouldn't end. <laughs> she just could do what she wanted to do. And she, she got was more enhanced as time went by. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I definitely think like the the way that you and Mike Bloom Rob were ranking the the Jeff Probst moments like you could get <laughs> you could get like I think you could get Tyra moments just from these couple of episodes like she's unhinged mm-hmm. even just in this um, and yeah no it is it's it's possibly like now that we're talking through it a lot of things are, are being clarified for me like definitely a huge hazing is this a revenge fantasy come to life is this Tyra's revenge on the fashion world for what it's done to her for what it's put her through. Ooh. I don't think we can say no. Hmm. That's a good story. I think it's line. something to think about. For yeah. Sure. I think we should have that conversation. How is she on Dancing with the Stars now? Horrific. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. She's so bad. Because she brings all of this, like, all these Tyra theatrics, which 
kind of work in AMTM because show she's loud, but it just absolutely does not work with Dancing with the Stars. Mm, yeah. like, we would fast forward when we saw her pop up because we could not handle what she was saying. Like she'd be very like, so AJ. You did a lot of drugs. What was that like? And he's just like, uh, can I just get my score here, please? Or <laughs> right, like and <laughs> judging the pasta doble, we have like, you know, um, Tyra on her talk show was like this as well. So Tyra is theatrics. When she had her Tyra Banks show, you know, are we sure she's not Jeff Probst? Hmm. They, they kind of have the same storyline here. But Tyra Banks definitely had a talk show. And there's a there's a thing that she did on a talk show where she decided to wear a quote unquote fat suit. And Ugh. get on the subway and live the life of someone who is plus size because she could never, you know, no, first of all, she has to remind us that she would be considered plus size in the, in the fashion industry by the time she turned 30. But when she got this uh, talk show, she, I'm going to wear a fat suit and go sit on the subway and see how people uh, like treat me. But she mm-hmm. didn't just wear a fat suit. It wasn't like Tyra Banks has grown, like has gained some weight. It was like she wore a whole costume and then she got on her show and cried about it. Like people looked at me different and I, people were snickering at me. Like, well, Tyra, you look like a clown. Stop it. She also <laughs> did this pretending to be a homeless person. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's your host of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. This is a long time ago. This is like uh, 2005. She did this. This is her. This was her heyday. This mm-hmm. like like Haley said. This is one of the better seasons of America's Next Top Model, Top Model, if not the best. But she also had her talk show. She was everywhere, um, kind of like mirroring Oprah in a way of kind of like uh, like regurgitating like some respectability politics and stuff like that. Like very much just like, oh, you have to act like this, or you should be treated poorly, or you have to look like this, or you should be treated poorly. And that was her whole gimmick. It took her a long way, and then all of a sudden, she was kind of obscure. I think it hurt her in the long run, honestly. But then she gets employed with Dancing with the Stars. So what do I know? I also well, saw this- her on Celebrity Gogglebox, so she's she's got a career still. She's on yeah. Celebrity Gogglebox. That sounds great. But, but I saw her in an ad for Celebrity Gogglebox. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but now this is very much coming back to haunt her because when she was when she was hired as Dancing with the Stars, well, then everybody went back and was like. Look at all the terrible things she did on her show. Like she should not be hosting. She should not have a platform. Which, like, valid? Yeah, mm-hmm. valid. Um, wait, wait. So wait. So just so you get someone whose friend died one time and put them in a grave, and then you're like does. canceled forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I just can't. think that we need to look at. Yeah, can- <laughs> like, you did one thing, and now you can't even host the show about the Viennese Walk. Like, what is America <laughs> coming to? What, what I can't get my girls to switch races and like not be able to get a TV show later. Mm-hmm. Haley, on the first episode of this season, they have the girls take a picture of themselves in front of like just like like hey, here's makeup. Take a picture of yourself. This headshot is going to be what we judge you off of to see if you get in the house. The first girl I think they look at, they go, "Doesn't her arm kind of remind you of those women in the fashion industry that have the eating disorder? Isn't it giving you a little like anorexia?" Yeah, and they cut her. Hmm. Well, just based off of the, the look of her arm Ty- Tyra is um, not gentle with women who have um, confirmed or suspected eating disorders which is uh, very unfortunate um, it's, it's never dealt with any care whatsoever it's very much like well if you have an eating disorder we're going to cut you it's not like let's get this woman help yeah. let's, let's you know, talk about why you feel like you need to do this 
No, she like sits on her bed with her mom and is like, Mom, I think one of my girls has an eating disorder. And and then she ends up cutting her. Yeah. Her mom was also in the ad for Celebrity Goggle Box. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did the show make it to season 24 in 2018? Questions that need answers. Yeah. Yeah. I would what? say it got, we got to a breaking point. I'd say around all stars maybe a couple seasons after and then it started getting a little better that's when we got the, the shorter mm-hmm. girl season that's when more plus size plus size again plus size women were involved um when you know they brought more people in and they yeah. it, it was just a, they brought men in like yeah. it it i recently watched there's two seasons on american netflix i think 19 and 20 and it's it was better than i had expected mm-hmm. it to be. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile there's some america's next top model podcast that's like let's take a look at this show survivor what is it can you believe <laughs> this is still in the 40 seasons or let's look, let's look, go back and look at an old episode of this and now oh what is this season 39 is this is last year this is going on what yeah. is this i'm sure there are I good people on both sides glass houses i guess yeah. but i do think that the survivor top model parallel that we're coming up with like there's something there, and I think that could be a game. Like, okay, what show makes people freeze? Top model or survivor? Or what both. puts them in or close neither. contact with, yeah. or both? It's usually going to be both. Or puts them in close contact with bugs, <laughs> or make or means or puts them in danger that they could get injured during a challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shannon, what? When, All of it. When you were on the show, if you had a choice between a gross food eating challenge or kiss the cockroach, what would you prefer? Ooh, that's a good one. I think I'd probably rather kiss the cockroach because at least that's like an external thing. Yeah, but like I hate any creepy crawlies. That was not Jade did not have to kiss the cockroach. She opted to. No, Jade needed to kiss that Mm -hmm. cockroach because she was on the way out. Jade did what she needed to do. Mm -hmm. You look, Rob. She (laughs) Jade had to read the room eventually and say, "Look, I I'm not long for this world." One, I'm 26, so I'm basically 90 in in model years, mm-hmm. uh, ac- according to these people. I gotta do something to step it up. And so she kissed the cockroach. But I just wanted to know, like, okay, would you rather eat the cockroach or kiss the cockroach? Because I'm I'm torn. I'm no, what, uh, what? Hello, if you, you eat a cockroach, time. you're kissing it. Like yeah, you, yeah. that's part of the process. Like it will touch your lips it's and then you'll, it'll go in your mouth Mm-mm. and then down Mm-mm. your throat, Chappelle. Like look, that's not I'm, a question. I'm, look, I can't I'm do quitting both food, of these but challenges. I can, I can You'd rather eat it than kiss it. I'm quitting both the challenges. Like, no, no, Chappelle, no, no, no. no. Chappelle, no, like, you, you've just asked the question, would you rather put a, a toe in icy cold water or jump straight in? Like, your toe goes in when you jump straight in. You kiss the yes. cockroach every time. I'm, <laughs> I'm quitting regardless. See, that's what y'all are missing. I would I'm not kissing it or touching it. <laughs> like, I'm going home. That I day. think in my mind I would quit. But, like, again, I would push through the pain. But, like, I... So, I once cried in a butterfly enclosure at the zoo. I hate... Hmm anything that flies any bug like i hate it like it's a phobia and i was really really scared going on to a modeling show that they would put me in a place with a ton of cockroaches i'm not going on fear factor but it was a legitimate concern that i had i'd kiss it but i won't eat it that's fair okay that's it that's fair put my foot down i I don't want to i don't want to kiss the cockroach but i do think we should start using that as kind of like a term to go above and beyond would you kiss the cockroach for that will you kiss the cockroach for uh, me there's something there. It's like going full bloom. You got to kiss the cockroach sometimes. <laughs> got to kiss the cockroach. <laughs> got to kiss the cockroach. All right. Haley, is there anything else about America's Next Top Model that we should know? 
I'm like unsettled about how awful this is for women. Me too, Ailey. I went on the show <laughs> this podcast ten years ago. What moron? I'm what so moron would see this? And I, I'm sure I watched the season. Would see this and be like, I am going to do this. Who would I feel do? like I have to now justify like why I liked it, why I continue yes. to like it? Because mm-hmm. like I'm I'm able to look at the show with a critical eye and know like what's wrong with it. But I love the beauty of it. Um like the like I like the photo shoots. I think they're really cool when we actually bring real fashion shoots and real fashion shows into it. Like I am really enthralled by that. I was really taken with Project Runaway around this time too. I just, I like pretty things and I like when pretty things are on my TV and I like nice photos things. So I think that's what keeps drawing me back. And also I love trash television. Mm. Same. Big same. I mean, I've been podcasting with The Bachelor for a better part of seven years now. So what standards do I really have at Mm -hmm. this point? Yeah. Um, That's a good point. I... I I did enjoy the show. I want to be very clear. We're tearing it apart, but like I enjoy Big Brother, and I can tear that apart too. Like it's horrible. Um, I'm gonna watch thing. more tomorrow. Right. I, look, I watch Big Brother every week of my life for you know most most years, and so uh, that's fine. Um, I think what I like about the show is that I like seeing people kind of expand their worldviews, and these women. 18, 19 years old gets shipped off to like Paris and you know Italy and stuff like that. People like. Um, some people like a Tiffany on her, her on her season, you know, though we were all rooting for you, girl. Like she was saying, like, you know, I never left, you know, my home, my hometown, you know, and I get, I got to go do something like this and and feel really pretty and get made up and kind of live outside like a glamorous life or what they perceive to be one. And I kind of like that. I like seeing them do well. I don't like when they're picked on. I really that's kind of that's the gross stuff for me. But seeing them kind of like you know, oh my God, I'm in Italy for the first time doing a photo shoot in these designer clothes. Like, yeah, go you. Enjoy yourself. Shannon got a trip to Paris. You know, like, I like that. You got to have a really beautiful photo in a in a great dress. They hated yeah. that photo. Why? What yeah, did they really say? that dress. I don't know. It was, I don't know. I didn't know how to model. Why were they teaching me? Okay, we're getting, we're getting to the trauma of it all. Um, I loved, I loved that experience of getting to do the photo. Like it was a beautiful dress, and it was in a castle. It was. I magical. think it was a great photo. Thank you. Yeah, and I have, <laughs> I have excellent taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you tell so, me if it was bad? Would you say that I look like an insect in a petri dish? I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> tell you about it. Like I wouldn't. Break <laughs> do you say that I'm not conventionally pretty, but I'm so wrong that it's right? I would never say that. <laughs> I would just <laughs> again. I would not talk about it if I felt okay. negatively about it. I would not talk about it. I wouldn't bring okay. it up. Yeah. Haley Strong. Questions. You ready? Oh, oh, there's questions. Oh, shit. Oh, that's just okay. for, it's just me for you. Okay. Oh, okay. You great, 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 Lightning great. round. Okay. Adrian Curry or Shannon from that season? Me? Who should have won? No, not you, Shannon. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who should have won? Okay. Joanna or Mercedes? Mercedes. Correct. I'm Evil bored by Joanna. I'm bored by her. Same. Her, her face was symmetrical, so she had to win. Uh, Eva or Yaya? Oh, this one's tough. I loved Yaya. It could have been a tie. It but Eva's done so well for herself after the show. I think so, yeah. But it could have been a tie. Na- Naima or Kaylin? Kaylin. Was robbed. They made her go into the grave, you guys, and she didn't even win the season. She deserved 100K for that. <laughs> she deserved would she kiss the cockroach? Yes. Because that's what I want to know. I think she would. Sure, why not? Well, you'll go okay. into the grave, but will you kiss a cockroach? That's the question. That's, that is the question. 
Thank you for that lightning round. That's all I need to know. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Haley, do you have any other recommendations for the RHAP Rewind? Oh, shoot. I feel like I've had a ton, um, but now I'm forgetting them now that I'm on the spot. Um, I'm trying to think. Shannon, do you have any? Besides, I watched a lot of Slim next. Gogglebox. Do next on um on whatchamacallit, on MTV next the show next. I saw one ad for Celebrity Gogglebox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, um, you've already talked about next, right? Oh, sure. I did talk about an episode of next, but I don't think that uh, precludes us from ever talking about next in another format. I mean, Par- my Paris Hilton's my new BFF. You could do that one. There you go, America's next top best friend. Yes. I'm telling yeah. you, you could, the people could try and um help them move into their new apartment. There's so many good tasks you could do to see how good a best friend you would be. Will you babysit my how child? How quickly do you like their thing on social media? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you Mr. Personality up? might be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, please call me when you, when you talk about I want to marry Harry. Like I'm desperate. Okay. Talk about it again. Um, good to know. Well, this was so fun. This is brilliant. I, I I mean, the three of you, like, I would talk about anything. Yeah. I, I feel like I ha- know everything about America's Next Top Model after this. You do. In a good way? Yeah. I feel like that I have a <laughs> whole knowledge base of that I didn't have uh, like an hour and a half ago. Rob, did you ever run into any of these women in your like post-reality well, TV that, career? Well, Johnny Fairplay was married to oh, one yeah, of the... Uh, Michelle. Uh, yes. Michelle. Yes. Michelle had a bad edit, too. She had yeah, a lot they, of bad experiences, from what I understand. Well, yeah, yeah, because they made the, it seem like she had a flesh-eating bacteria. The storyline was that Michelle had a flesh-eating bacteria. Like, it was not make it seem. They were literally, like, every episode, like, Michelle's face is peeling, and I'm afraid it's going to make my face peel. Yeah. I think she's had some Fun. hard experiences. That one's yeah. fake. That one you just made up. Nope. Hand to that the Lord. Did. Nope. She didn't That's have real. a flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah, because That's not in, the first, in the first um, attempt at race changing they wanted to dress up as other ethnicities for a, mm-hmm. a milk ad remember the days when they would have like the milk mustache in the ads mm-hmm. well in in this particular photo shoot they all had babies like real babies but michelle because she may have had a flesh-eating bacteria had to hold a doll and it looked like a doll they didn't even CGI like a real like a baby in there. Like everyone is holding an actual child that is like interacting with the fo- like well, like as a baby would. She's holding like a swaddle of like oh like oh it's a baby here. I promise because she might have a flesh eating disease that you guys don't know about. It was incredible, mm-hmm. and they put that on television so the world can see it and laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. All right. And you thought blackface was egregious. That's the same episode. That's <laughs> the blackface. <laughs> Yeah, it's why bad. didn't we watch that episode? <laughs> I yeah, mm-hmm. probably didn't go there. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, like the other instance of blackface was really not even that long ago. Oh, I can't remember. Like it, was, I can't. It was in one of the later seasons. I think it was maybe like sixteen or seventeen or eighteen, like around there. Like it was, it was not long ago. Mm-hmm. I think even yeah. then. I remember watching and being like, this is not, not it. This is not it. This is not good. That, no, not good. <laughs> Should not happen. I'm just, I'm just laughing because I came on being like, they announced the wrong winner. Like, can you imagine? 
and you were like, all right, flash, flash eating bacteria. Hold my beer. Friend, great photo shoot. You made a gap in someone's teeth and then closed the gap in someone's teeth, just depending on what would be the most painful dental work for that specific person. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's wow, been some really, really bad weaves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really they bad. Love a bad. They love a bad weave. Anything that's going to tear your scalp apart, Top Model's going to do it. They did a beard weave one time. Why? A beard they, weave? They yeah. They, they on a woman? Guys. No, it no, was on uh, one of the men's okay. seasons. They, they, I was like, that's progressive. They, <laughs> they, did, a, they did a beard weave. Mm. It was... Uh, let me see if I can find it. You guys talk while I, <laughs> yeah. I scooch for this. Is that permanent? No. Uh, I don't it's, know. It's like, it's like a lace front. So you just put it on... And it mm-hmm. kind of is supposed to meld into whatever <laughs> hair you have. Kind of like it's like like you like latch it around the ears yeah. almost. It, I would yeah, like, like to have a beard weave. No, not no, like this. Not no. like this. Oh, it's here's painful. like a full. Oh, this is a great article it. about it actually. Okay, yeah. this is it's in the not chat. worth it. Oh no, it's painless. But I mean, the photos would be painful to look at, honestly. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. in the chat. Sam and Scott, can you put the link in the? <laughs> oh no, we definitely yeah, put a yeah. link in the comments. <laughs> a new low in top model makeovers from Vulture: a fake beard. Yeah, and they named the episode "The Guy Who Gets the Beard Weave" as <laughs> if he chose that, like as if he was like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm thinking like I want a beard for this shoot. No, his makeover was, hey, let's let's put a beard on you. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fairness, on the last season of Amazing Race, which uh, featured a former uh, America's Next Top Model contestant, uh, two women had a, uh, a speed bump, which was uh, <laughs> that they had to get uh, fake beards. Haley and not Haley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. We see, a, we see a lot of things that don't age great. I know even in the season we just talked about, they end up going to uh, to like Thailand or whatever, and the first challenge when they get to Thailand is let's climb on the elephants' backs. Yeah, um, at least they didn't make a woman like dress like girl? an elephant. Yeah, oh, they did that before. Yeah. yeah, they did that before. They had to top. They had to up them, the, their game a little bit to top it. But you know, if you've been following my tweets, don't do that. Don't cl- don't ride on the elephants' backs. But Tyra yeah. was like, get on up there. Give me just a imagine shot. if it was that girl. Like they just oh brought her back oh, and no. dressed her as the elephant and were like, now you will sit on her, and that wouldn't even be like. Peak humiliation of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, the show's bad. Yeah. And we barely scratched the surface of how dirty they did Gina. Like, they were just. Gina Gina was the the girl of the show, Rob. The one that resonates with me because her whole personality was. She screamed at the cockroach. Oh, yeah. 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 She's the one who freaks out. It gets worse for Mm. Gina. It really no, like, was Janice Dickinson in the in the episode. She where was she in the preview the- for the next one. Yeah, she comes in that and basically really decides bad. to do whatever Jade is doing, but more to Gina. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just got finished <laughs> listening to you talk about um, Anthony Robinson and uh, and his uh, relationship with uh, that bully guy. I can't think of his name yeah, now. Rocky. Um, yeah, Rocky. Same concept. Jade is Rocky and uh, Gina is very much Anthony in this. And so Jade thinks that bullying her will toughen her up. Like, we don't want a weak top model. Mm-hmm. You know? Do we not? Where does it say that in the criteria? I think Jade we get a weak it. top model. Top Jade models, according to Tyra, have to endure everything, including hypothermia, without complaining about it. And then if mm-hmm. you get hypothermia, you get yelled Smile. at not complaining about it. Mm-hmm. Um you have to have perfect skin all of the time. You have to shave your armpits all of the time. 
Um, you have to be tall, but not too tall. You have to be skinny, but not too skinny. Um, it's just so outrageous. Heard it? But pretty skinny. Like very skinny. Still skinny. Still skinny. Yeah, but really skinny. Too skinny. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on. Racism, you got to deal with that. You got to deal with that or you can't. Yeah, be you just have to put up with that. Sexism, you're probably, oh, you're on the Paris, you're on the subway in Paris. You're going to get your, your butt grabs and that's just modeling, babes. Deal with it. Because you can't afford a taxi. <laughs> we didn't go on the subway. So maybe Australia's doing it better. <laughs> I, I guarantee it's not hard to do this better. So I'm yeah. sure it's hard. It's a little yeah. hard. I just, the running theme of like American reality shows being just so comparatively extra compared to what we have is, is funny to me. Like, who asked for this? <laughs> who asked for it to be this? <laughs> but the reality TV in the early 2000s was so vicious, right? Like, we had a show where we just literally told women that they were ugly and gave them free plastic surgery and then made them have a beauty contest after mm-hmm. that's this show that's what that's what top model is they literally in the season you talked about they call they, they definitely call them ugly i know yeah. there's gonna be some some dental surgery some cosmetic dental surgery and it's mostly a beauty pageant so and then and then joni didn't even win that's the thing you know. and she got better teeth right so yeah but she didn't win you know it's, it's the thing with don takes out her teeth for brenda brenda says i'm not gonna vote for you if you don't you did it you should be voting for me. You should be voting yeah. for me, Brenda. Now we do this in Top Model. We say, hey, change your face, change your hair, change your, uh, your teeth, do every, change your accent, change everything about you so that we can like you, and then you still lose. This I do think Joni ended up being the carpenter on the revival of Trading Spaces. Oh. Oh, oh my god. She's doing so okay. well. They can't make every person they torture win. Then it would right. have to be like a multi-way tie. So unfortunately, everyone would win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, this was so much fun to get to hear about all these horrible things that happened on America's Next Top Model. Very educational. Uh, lots of laughs amongst the the pain and suffering of these. I feel so dumb for like watching this show for so long. Like really doing this Ailey, deep dive. I'm no. like, what I went on the I show. I need, yeah. I need mm. you to you need you to solve that. To Paris. What did I hey. get? A complex. <laughs> I got a complex too. I got a really you bad one. Trip to Paris for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jen, um, you're I, you're beautiful and you're great, and they really messed out. But thank if you. that's, that's not, not the experience said, you wanted, then I'm glad that you got out of it when you did. Thank you. I, I think they called me short, um, scary, scary. Those are the they said scary. Hmm. Yeah. Those in what said, way? You're awesome. No, I mean, I think that I think that that was a complicit. I think they might have said like she's beautiful but scary, and I like you know obviously it was so traumatic. I was like, thank you for saying that. You know, <laughs> um, that was on TV. So. Yeah, that's the vibe I'm going for. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it could be worse. I wasn't compared to ET even a little bit, at least not that I know of. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I feel very grateful for my experience coming out of this, but also like a complete and utter moron that I would elect to put myself through but you were 18 like you were just enamored by it right like yeah who who wouldn't have been in that position yeah like i would have probably said yes and then i would have walked in the Mm -hmm. door and they would ask me to turn around they were i'm not i'm way cuter now than i was at 18 (laughs) 
Oh, I have to apologize for everyone for bringing y'all into this trauma first. Yeah. I, and, and Haley for being You the sliding into my DMs was probably the best thing to happen this year. Oh, I was so excited this show. to do it. Yeah. I was so excited to do it, honestly. But Rob, I have to apologize to you too because we just unloaded all of this on no. you and like, have a good time. I, I loved it. This was, this was great. This was a super fun panel. Uh, so you I'm, agree? Yeah. I, I, you're, doing, I, I'm, you're doing a rewatch with me and Haley. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I got this. I got this. Yeah, I got this. Deep dive. Yeah. Um, Shannon, you know it is scary. How much uh, Survivor South Africa 2014 podcasting there is right now? It's beautiful, but scary for sure. And that's a compliment <laughs> for sure. Uh, for yeah, sure. So, well, we just wrapped up Survivor South Africa champion. Um, we're doing some deep dives. The last one is coming out that Mike is doing later in the week. Seven year late deep dive. Yeah. Um, which is fun. You know, it's 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 a fun thing when you get a traumatic reality show experience someone's had and you just bring it up many years later and make them go through it again. Are these um, people that you're reaching out to from seven years ago who were on Survivor South Africa uh season five that are are they yeah. like, wait, what what is this? Like uh what, no. are they confused that you that someone is reaching out after all this time? So we reached out to people that like clearly were kind of keeping up with the podcast for the most part. So they were listening. Um, so they were into it. And I think apparently a lot of the cast were listening and really into it. That's what wow. I heard. So the group yeah, I mean, chat must get, have been blowing up. Yeah, I think I think that it was. They didn't get the podcast treatment at the time, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just happy someone finally got to it. We had a great time with it, me and Mike. We, I loved recapping it. It was a much better season than I expected it to be. Like, honestly, I loved it. Um, and now season eight starts June 3rd. We have so much preseason content coming up. We have some pretty exclusive preseason content coming up. So stay subscribed to the International Survivor Half Up Speed. Follow me at Janet Gates and you'll see all of that. But don't miss it because Survivor's coming back in under two months. It's a lot. Okay. The first Survivor season of 2021 is just around the corner. Yep. It's exciting. Okay. I'm very excited. And Haley, how about you? What do you have coming up? No rest for the wicked, my friends. As soon as the Bachelor season ended, I picked right on up with Top Chef, but at least Top Chef is better than The Bachelor. Uh, by the time Top Chef ends, I'll be hanging out with The Bachelorette. New season starts June 7th. That's a podcast exclusive. That's a big week. Whoa. Big week. Um, so that'll be exciting. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, hanging out, just going on any podcast people ask me to do, which is nice for me because I've got not a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at hstrong underscore. I also started a book account where I um, detail everything I'm reading at the Strong Library. So check that out on it. Wow. Out. How much are you reading? Um, I try to, it depends. It depends if I'm really bored, then I'll probably do like three or four books a week. Three or four books a week? Oh my I'm gosh. A, I'm a quick reader. That's so many. Is that books. a talent? You- You're a speed reader? Yeah. Well, did you have it's, to learn how to do that, or are you just like a like a god given ability? I, I I think it's the one ability God was like, this girl's a disaster. Like she needs something. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. But that's talent. not every week. Sometimes, like I don't even get through a paragraph. Hmm. Haley, this isn't America's Next Top Speed Reader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's an interesting competition. What would they right do, there? Shannon, on America's Next Top Speed Reader? Like they give you the books, but then they put they like snakes <laughs> on you, right? Yeah. No, yeah. You'd have to do it while really cold. What would the cockroach do? And then you just take a test you? after. It's like, why didn't you 
uh, we gave you 15 seconds. Why didn't you finish the book? Well, there was a snake on me. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, in reader. the world of speed reading, of course, you have to be able to roll with any punches. Even <laughs> you could, you can read ones. too, though. Too, you just like set up your Audible audiobook to like four times speed. Mm. Just get it done real quick. Yeah, that's my type of speed reading. Yeah, something All right. to consider. Well done. Uh, this was such a treat. Of course, uh, then Chappelle. Well, what's Hi. next for you? Of course, you're coming off the big birthday this week. Happy belated yeah. birthday. I'm so sorry, sorry. I meant to say it early on because I didn't tweet you because I was like, well, I'm going to talk to him. So happy oh, yeah. No, I messaged you. So you. Much. I just yeah, feel you like did. I was rude and not wishing you right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Every, thank you so much for all the birthday wishes and all the people who donated to St. Jude for me. Oh, my gosh. I raised $1,000 in a day. You guys are wild. Um, yeah, it was a good birthday. Uh, coming up for me, though. Um, so... The Walking Dead, last season of The Walking Dead was horrible. Season 10. The yeah. last back end of it was it was it was a it was trash. It was purity trash. But you know, look no further than this weekend for Fear the Walking Dead, the back end of that season. Uh I don't remember which season it is, but the mid season yeah, finale. Shows, just like the show was off the air. That's the end of the season. the season. Don't be like uh this is uh one half of the season and then three years from now the second half of the season. Yeah, that's how I feel. I literally count the season from when I stopped watching it, uh, which is why I lost track of Grey's Anatomy. We won't get into that right now. However, April 11th is the mid-season kickoff uh, for season six of uh, Fear the Walking Dead. And so I will still be covering that with Jessica Lisa as long as she allows me to hang out with her. And then Rob, of course, I'll be back here with you next week to talk about another show. We haven't decided which one we have. We have a good list going. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, like I'm like talking with T Bird almost. Like I get to go and f- and hunt down people who like oh like trash reality TV shows and make them come talk to us. Mm-hmm. So this is fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're having a lot of fun here on the RJP Rewind. Uh, thank you so much for checking out this edition. Uh, we will be uh, back next week to talk more RJP Rewind. Hope you uh, join us then. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Mm-hmm.